0: This Sydney Cricket Ground podcast, we're all about the ashes and we're literally just weeks away from Australia taking on England at the Sydney Cricket Ground in the new year and uh, it's going to be an absolute ripper. We've got a new captain and uh, great today to have one of New South Wales Best ever captains, of course, played for Australia on forty five occasions. The boy from Oak Flats, Shane Lee, how are you? I mean it's a nice introduction, mate. Thank you for the kind words. I wrote it all down, every little bit of Oak. I could have said you're yeah, great chef. Very good tennis player, <laughs> Dad of the Year, twenty twenty one, husband of the year for the last five years. Uh, look, the Ashes, it's it is wonderful, isn't it? The whole concept, and it's
1: almost had a rebirth over the last say two decades. Yeah, it has. It's. Um. I am very much looking forward to this series. I, I love the start of summer. I love the smell of fresh cut grass. I love um, seeing seeing guys in their whites and, um, and 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 the build up's always good. Pat Cummins comes into the team as captain, and this test
0: match for him of particular significance because it's in front of his home crowd. It is, mate. It's um,
1: I know I know Pat quite well. Um, he, he's a perfect guy to do the job. He's um he's an outstanding human being. He's a he's a fantastic cricketer, we know that, a real competitor, great bowler. I think um with Smith as vice captain, um he'll have a good ear to uh well at least a good sounding board to to bounce um, ideas off. It'd almost be a
0: co-captaincy in a way you'd think. How did you handle it? Because you uh carried quite a burden of the bowling when you played. You are an all-rounder and you captained the side and captained the side at
1: New South Wales very successfully to titles as well. How did you balance it? It's a bit different for an all-rounder, I think. Um, it's, it's I think it's really, really tough for opening bowlers because opening bowlers have only ever generally field at fine leg. That's their position they've always been given, um, unless they get a little bit older, like Terry Alderman went into first slip there towards the end of his career. But... Um, it's, it's it's a tough one to balance Timmy, because you've got to when you walk out to bat as a as a captain you're going to be able to switch off and just score runs um and you have to do the same when, when you're bowling you have to a set the field you have to think about the next guy who's going to bowl the, the next over but you've really got to switch on yourself and and make sure that you're doing your job for the team as well so it, it takes a bit of um it's, it's, it is very mentally exhausting and then you feel the the burden too of having to Make sure the other ten guys in the team are happy, um, how they're feeling. Uh you sort of you gotta take on all their emotions as well. So it is a big, big job. Yeah, and, and lots of the Barmy army can't get here from their homeland. Some
0: will, but but many can't. But there'll still be a stack, won't there? There's so many
1: uh expat Englishmen in this country. Oh mate, big time. And that's a shame that that they all can't get here because there's, no, there's nothing better. Now, some of the songs they used to sing about David Booney, Shorty's round, his bummer's on the ground. Mate, they have absolute uh, songs for everyone and uh, they would have had a lot for Tim Payne too, I reckon, but uh, unfortunately they won't, they won't be able to use those now. What about the Sydney
0: Cricket Ground to you? Uh, as a, a young teenager from, you know, the Wollongong area, Oak Flats, you came up, you played some great cricket with Campbelltown. Next thing you know, you're, you're in the New South Wales team. What was it like uh, when you came to the SCG for the first
1: time as a player? Oh, it was so exciting. It was, um, as you said, to come all the way up the the highway from Oak Flats um, past Wollongong and you come up to the SCG and just when you get there, the you just see the old stands and, and, and the big lights from the car park and, and then you walk in there and you walk into the change room and you realise that you know, Bradman's sat in these seats and, you know, the wars and and right through Richie Benno, um, you know, as, as – probably put Brill cream through his hair in the same mirror that you're now putting sunscreen on. So it, it was fantastic to me. It was, um, I'll get goosebumps when I tell a story. But just walking out in the SCG. Generally back then in, in the Shield games, there wasn't a hell of a lot of people at the ground, but the the, the pride and the sort of respect you have for for people that have gone before you and the ground itself was always in immaculate condition. And it was definitely my favourite place to play cricket in the world. What about the the keeping of the, the old members' stand, and the ladies' stand, and those famous green roofs, and and the clock tower. Yeah, amazing, wasn't it? And um, yeah, and, and they've done it really, really well. I think they've updated the SCG um with with the right amount of um new versus old, and I think it's a really, really good combination now. I, I just remember, but when you played for Australia there, and you and you walked out onto the ground, the crowd was so close to you, and you and you really felt like you were they were part of the game as well, and you can you, you can. You can actually hear a lot right out in the middle. You can hear people saying stuff to you. Uh, most of the time when you're from New South Wales, it was always good stuff, but um, you'd also hear him sledging the opposition as well, which was great. Yeah, it's a, it's an amazing place. Do you remember coming up as a boy to watch stuff? I came to one um, one day match and sat on the hill with my dad and my uncle Cole and, he, and his son Jason. Yeah, good old times. And, um, yeah, it just meant a lot after being there to see the Australian team play when I was eight years old. And to actually walk out into green and goal was a was a really good feeling. Yeah, that was a, that would have been a baptism of fire. So, you, so you didn't go back and uh, after that, um, as a teenager, or anything to the SCG? I, I went up to see a few Swans games, um, and um, I, I went to North Sydney Oval. I went to Bradburn Oval to see Australia play um, or, or Australian Eleven play England. Uh, but no, I didn't go back to the SCG, much, SCG much because uh, obviously been down the South Coast. Um, dad works shift work, so we didn't get a chance really to uh, to go a lot of cricket in national cricket anyway. What, what are some of your standout memories um, as a player and as a
0: spectator? Because you obviously you've you've stayed involved in the game ever since you stopped playing in corporate commercial and commercial and and media. what are some of the, the great
1: moments uh, for you at the SCG? Oh, playing playing my first game there with Brett was a was a real um, uh, Special moment, I think, uh, playing on your home ground with your brother um, in the green and gold was fantastic. I think Brett and I played 18 games together uh, for Australia. We never lost one, which was a good, nice little record. And um, we never, never lost a game at the SCG uh, playing for Australia. So that that was fantastic. Um, oh, there's many memories, Tim. I think scoring my first 100 there when I was made New South Wales captain. For the, I was the 100th captain of the state. Uh, in the first game, I got 100 for New South Wales. So that was pretty special. Uh, leading New South Wales to victories there was um was really special as well. But I, I just think just to be part of it and particularly when you still walk into that the members in the home room and you just look around all the the great Australian players we've had over the time, as I mentioned, from Bradman right through to you now the the current crop and uh, Pat Cummins and everyone in between, uh, you, you're part of a very elite club and it's um it's a very special feeling. That Dressing room hasn't really changed much at all, either, has it? No, and um, apparently, there's a um, and we need to check this out. Apparently, there's a cellar somewhere underneath, Timmy, because Stuart McGill used to find it quite a bit, and uh, um, apparently, got some good wine downstairs somewhere, but I don't actually know where that is. But uh, apparently, there's a lot of wine there, Timmy. We might have to try and find that. Maybe we do a little story in there one day.
0: Well, I think that there's. I think that's a must. We 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 must we must be we must be at the top of the search party to find out exactly what happens there. The uh, what what about the players you played with? Because it was an extraordinary time when you came through. Because it was a time of of superstars, and you were this young guy. So you had the wars. You had Taylor. Um, You had Bevan, you had – and before that,
1: Lawson, Matthews. Yeah, the first – one of the first teams I ever played in was – I think it was Taylor, Slater, Warwar, Bevan, Bayless, myself, Emery, McGrath, Holsworth, Whitney. It's a bloody good team. Um, Everyone there played for Australia, I think, apart from Trevor Bayless, but he's – Become a, a very, very good, good coach um, in his own right. So it, it was amazing. It was um, and you know, just, just doing preseason with these guys. And I remember one of our first ever uh runs we did through Centennial Park it was about a five kilometer run and and Mike Whitney um just I just beat him and I was 18 years of age. And he said to me, if I ever get that close to you again, you will never play for New South Wales again. So I made sure. He never got that close to me because he was a lot older than me. But um, they were pretty tough on you. And I remember Greg Matthews making me go over to him when I was 12th man at 18 years of age and he had his feet on the Esky and he asked me to get a beer and I said, well, Jane, could you get, your feet, get your feet off the Esky and I'll get it for you. But um, they brought you up tough. But uh, it, it stood you in good stead when you took on the big boys later later down in life. So quite a baptism. What about being called
0: up to the Ashes series in England? Uh, and and you were only young when that happened. Was it was it the '97 series,
1: '98? Yeah, it was '97 series. It was um, we we won the series. It was the sixth Test match um, at the Oval, uh, and there was a couple of injuries within the Australian team. Um, Sean Young was pl- from Tasmania, and he played um, was playing county cricket that year. I was just playing um, league cricket. Um, they called us up. The last sort of county game was in Kent, uh, and it was a bowl-off. Uh, Mark Taylor said, whoever gets the most wickets, I know you two both can bat, but whoever gets the most wickets this last match will play. And I I was proud of my performance. I, I took four for 32 and I think four for 40, took eight wickets for the, for the match. Sean didn't take any, but um, – Tubby chose went, went with Sean um, with Sean in, in the end anyway, and, and he got he got the cap. But uh, I was really really proud of the way I performed. But it, it was just great to be part of that um, that whole setup. And you know, I remember the Canberra Raiders coming into the change room after, and they'd been over there for the World Cup challenge. Mm. It was a really really good time to to be part of the Australian team. And and you knew just to be in that squad itself, you, you had achieved because. There was no weak links at all. Did you ever bring that up with Mark Taylor um, over a quite cold one, it's
0: pal? Uh, you had the opportunity. You actually told me to get more wickets, and Sean Young didn't get a Zach. No,
1: I, I haven't. I haven't because um, not, <laughs> I'm saying it quite lightheartedly. Yeah, no. It, <laughs> it, 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 yeah, well, look, it, 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 I haven't brought it up because it doesn't really matter now, does it? it? It is what it is. You know what they say. What's the saying? If your only head bull she would be your uncle. <laughs> it, it is what it is, mate. But um. Look, I just think he had thought at the time he didn't want to give me the opportunity at that younger age, that young age, I suppose. Mm. And um, he thought I'd have plenty more opportunities. It turns out I didn't. Um, But saying that, you know, I played a lot of one-day career. played in two World Cups and... And I played a lot for New South Wales, well, so I was really happy the way I. I uh, but it would have been nice to get the the baggy green on that occasion. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, it's fish and chip shop paper, isn't it? You know, sliding door moments. But it was
0: it was a brilliant career, and 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 World Cups. What about playing in the World Cup? So, you, look, was it the one in London where you met the Rolling Stones?
1: Yeah, well, that was amazing, mate. It was nineteen ninety nine, uh, and we won the World Cup, and and the final was at Lords, and. Whenever you play Creed in England, uh, it is an amazing experience because you get to go to all the the, the best theatre shows, you get to go to the best concerts, you meet a lot of musicians and actors come in the change room. Yeah, and the Rolling Stones came in. I remember sitting in the change room having a chat with Charlie Watts, who was the, um, the drummer of the Rolling Stones, and Brendan Julian sort of leans over to me and says, who's, who's the old bloke next to you? And I said, oh, that's Charlie Watts. He goes, who's he? I said, he's the drummer of the Rolling Stones. He goes... <laughs> You're joking, aren't you, mate? <laughs> that old bloke. I said, "Yep, it is." And uh, I, le- I couldn't stop laughing that he sort of was some old grandpa sitting next to me having a chat. But um, yeah, Mick Jagger was in there. He's he's not very big, but a lot of energy. Timmy coming oozing out of his body, and, and that no doubt was part of the
0: inspiration because you're you love your music. Six and out when you guys uh, were playing all
1: the leading circuits. Well, mate, that that was one of. The- um, a day I do remember at the SCG. We played England. Um, I think I took three wickets. Brett took three. And so the Lee brothers took six of the, um, six of the ten English wickets. We had a massive win, but there was a day and night match and we finished the match at the SCG. It was a great win over England. And then six and out of our band were playing that night. We were on on at Scruffy uh, – no, it was Kitty O'Shea's on Oxford Street. So we were, we were due to start about 11.30. So we raced straight from the SCG, got changed, straight across to Oxford Street. And one of my good mates, a guy called Andrew Yates, who um, who's now the the CEO of KPMG, was with us. He, I played cricket with Yatesy. And he came to watch the match and then he also came to the concert and he said to me, Shane, all I've ever wanted to do in my life was either play cricket for Australia or play in a rock and roll band. You've done it in one bloody night, mate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love oh, it. Which, which was a good laugh. But, um, yeah, it was – uh, yeah, to do that. And I remember they put up on the SCG um, scoreboard, uh, sixth and out tonight at uh, – Kitty O'Shea's and uh we got there and the lineup to for people trying to get in coming straight from the from the cricket was uh was a uh, um was enormous. But uh yeah, it was a good night, good night had by all then, that's for sure. You must have felt like one of the Rolling Stones. What was it like playing cricket in England? Because you 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 played quite a bit. Yeah, it was great, mate. I played for Somerset in '96. Uh and I had a fantastic year with them. I um I was thinking I was the third highest run scorer in the whole tournament over there and um and took plenty of wickets and it was uh it was good. And they, and the pound then was three to one, Timmy, which you'd appreciate. Oh, so, yeah. uh, yes, it was three to one of the Australian dollars. So it was a good earn as well. So, um, mate, I, I had a ball. Uh, I've still got a lot of English friends. I think they've got the same sense of humour as, as our us Aussies. But, um, yeah, and a few of them will we'll, Work coming out for, uh, for for the ashes, but they've been put off now. But uh, yeah, whenever I go back to England, mate, there's plenty of plenty of mates to catch up with. That's for sure.
0: Yeah, well, it'll be all eyes on the Sydney Cricket Ground in the new year. And great this year, all things being equal, people from the country areas will come back to the ground because they've always been such a a lifeblood, haven't they? And, and so many wonderful stories
1: of people travelling a long way to be a part of it, mate. Big time. And uh, I know a very good mate of mine, Stephen Worm Sullivan. He's always day one at the SCG. He gets into the members bar and looking at the ground, he is closest to the um, home playing, playing um, change room. And it's the first barrel on the right. He gets there early and he gets that one. And he builds his whole day around that. And, um, and he just said, yeah, he's been doing that for like the last 28 years. And uh, he says the memories and the laughs and all the boys always go out there and they always sort of gather in the same area. Um so it's a it's a, it's a real big part of, of of people's lives, I think, going to the scG and and yeah particularly guys and girls now and go out there and, and can celebrate and and reminisce about the you know the days that have passed us and, uh, and and the great sort of feats they've seen over the years. It's a really, really special club to be part of.
0: Did you did you base yourself a little bit just talking about the Australian England thing a, a little bit on the way that Ian Botham played because you you had a similarity to the way you played
1: he was definitely yep. he was my idol growing up um, even though I was Australian I had a, a an Englishman as my sort of um, the guy that I looked up to I obviously like DK Lilly I liked Viv Richards but Ian Botham was the guy I tried to bottle my game on yeah I like the way that he sort of tried both bowl, bowl fast bouncy outswingers and and when he batted he absolutely gave it to the bowlers and took him on so. Yeah, he used to field slips as well. So he was a guy that I sort of really tried to copy and emulate. Looking back finally, can you believe the career and, and the life in cricket that
0: you you have had and uh, are having in a post-career uh, sense? The fact that you and, and your brother Grant and your brother Brett were playing cricket at, in the backyard at Oak Flats and you went all the way, you and Brett, to play together
1: and play for Australia on the Sydney Cricket Ground. It's amazing, isn't it, Timmy, because my dad never played cricket. Um, if you speak to Robert Charles Lee now, you'll, um, you'll think he's played 150 tests himself, <laughs> but he, um, but he was a really, really good mentor dad. He was, he was really tough. He was always about never give a sucker an even break. Um, you've got to train hard. You got to do more than the next person and, um, and work really, really hard and, and take your opportunities. And so he's really, really big on the mental side of things. Mum was a, was a pretty good athlete. She's a good runner. Um, so I think we got some of the, the fast twitch genes from her. So um, yeah, it, it, it was amazing to go from Oak Flats playing for the Oak Flats Career Club, the Oak Flats Rats, to to walking onto the SCG in the Green and Gold was uh, was a dream come true. And um, yep, yeah, I still uh, I still have great memories. Um, I've I haven't really shown the kids yet. I've got three kids: Timmy, Zara's thirteen, Abby's eleven, Thomas is six. Um, and Thomas is just sort of just starting to ask a bit more about the cricket. so I'll show him a few of the games at some stage and I'm sure he'll he'll'll he'll watch it for about two minutes and then want to <laughs> want to go back to his playstation but but that's life mate to me but uh, yeah very very good memories mate and um I'm still glad to be talking about the the, the sport of cricket uh post career as well. Oh, well, you
0: might be watching Tom. I know Tom Lee's a very handy soccer player. Five goals, four goals, 12 goals. He's uh, only six years old, but a precocious talent. And, and look, at, and Grant, your brother, was actually a pretty
1: good cricketer himself and a very smart guy. I know Kieran, my brother, played cricket with him as well. Yeah, Grant was a really good cricketer. Um, played for New South Wales, 17s, 19s. Um, Grant was ducks to the school. He's a concert pianist and uh, he works now for the Commonwealth Bank. So he's, um, he's might, might have got the academic gene there. But uh, yeah, very good cricketer. He was more like me than Brett. Brett was a genuine out-and-out fast bowler. Uh, uh Brett was a genuine tail ender too. Mark Hall said he held the bat like he was holding a pooper scooper. <laughs> but um but Grant was a a, a genuine all-around like me. He was uh, could bowl quick, uh take the new ball and um and could thump him as well. So yeah, we're lucky to have all three boys played and, and really, really good memories in the backyard. For me in particular, being the oldest, Timmy, because I I would bat first get four hundred. Brett would have to bowl, Grant would have to field, and that's probably the reason why he retired at the age of 18. I oh, love it. Absolutely love it. So, finally, you'll be at the SCG in the new year? I'll be there, mate, for sure. i always go um, – I was going day two, actually. Uh, so I'll be catching up with some mates at there day two. Uh, I might even try and duck my head into day one, two this year, but, uh, yeah, I can't wait for the SCG test. It's, it's a great place uh, for cricket. Um, the ground, I've seen it only recently. It's in really, really good nick too, so um, – I can't wait to get there and uh, and watch the Aussie smash them, Timmy. Yeah, it'll be great, and uh,
0: really enjoyed having a chat today on the Sydney Cricket Ground podcast as we focus on the Ashes, just weeks away. Shane Lee, thank you. Good you, Timmy. Chat soon, mate.